This is The Journey's Podcast, and I'm your host, Mark Stolo. Today, I'm talking with Eric Russell. Eric has been a professional coach for 40 years, focusing on well-being. He specializes in coaching people who want more fulfilling lives. I talk with Eric about the value in slowing down, becoming immersed in the vast richness that life offers, and living with better skill. I think about your journey of Be Still Now, and you and I have spoken about this in the past, and the story that just keeps popping back into my head over and over again is the story of the tortoise and the hare. I love this story because it's a story about celebrating, in a way, it's a story about celebrating stillness. Um, here you've got, and it's this perfect metaphor that I think you're trying to get to the heart of in this journey, which is we're ingrained and we believe that the world is moving very fast. And so we have to move very fast all the time. It's the only way that we can win the race. And yet here's a perfect story where the turtle at its own pace, its own honored stillness Mm. wins this race and where the hair doesn't talk a bit about how stillness is a, an experience that can, can kind of win us the race in our lives. Mm. How, do, how does it contribute to enriching our lives and challenging this notion that if we're not moving fast all the time, that if we're not hurriedly getting things done and accomplished, that somehow we are not accomplished? That's a great question, Mark. Can I personalize this? Please. Because part of what makes this journey so important to me is because it is really personal. So just to give you a little bit about my background and why stillness matters so much to me and this whole notion and importance of slowing down is I was that kid that didn't fit. I was the kid when he grew up, didn't go as fast as other kids did. I really struggled a lot in school, just trying to keep up, trying to understand, trying to just literally learn. And learning did not come easy to me. And in part because the pace that everybody else moved at was much faster than my ability to learn. And I don't consider myself dumb or stupid or without the ability to comprehend or understand. I just moved at a really different pace. And sitting in classrooms, in fact, um, I was lost because everything went too quickly for me. Consequently, I ended up in the slow kids group. I don't know whether or not every place all over the world has the slow kids group, but I was with the slow kids. We just moved at a different pace, our own pace. And I found that throughout my life, this was something that was how I coped, how I managed. I literally had to slow things down in order to get where I needed to get to. So when you look at the tortoise and the hare as an analogy, or the turtle and the rabbit, however you want to look at it. The way that I won through life was realizing that that fast pace out there was not the way I was going to be able to make it through life. I needed to live at a more authentic pace, which was a slower pace through life in order for me to succeed. When I got to that fancy Ivy League school, you see, I wasn't actually that dumb, but when I got to that fancy Ivy League school, um, I would take tests this way. I would wait, you'd sit in this big hall with all of these students in there and they'd all start off fast. You know, the gun would shout, you have 90 minutes. And I would wait 
until literally five, 10 minutes had passed. And then I would start taking the test because I didn't want to line up with the speed and the haste and the haste and the pace that other students were going at to rush through. So I found in slowing down, that was my key to be able to succeed in getting academically through college, getting academically through elementary school, through high school. And in fact, when I entered the work world, I found that slowing down was the way that I understood almost everything. I just couldn't go at that pace. Now, if you fast forward through today, look at the clients that I work with. Almost all of them are finding the same thing. They're literally slowing down stepping out of the what we call the rat race that hectic fast push push go 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 pace because they found it just doesn't work for them they're not able to be who they are so in doing so and slowing down and getting still they're able to find their own authenticity they're able to find a way of getting actually through life in a way that makes total sense to them so in this race of life tortoise hare that speed that people go through, that hectic racing, running, pushing, trying to get to, um, I like to say, the bottom of a bottomless to-do list as fast as one can get there, just leads to frustration so often. Mm -hmm. And you're just not able to live the life that you want to live as, quite frankly, you're running past your life. And who wants to do that? So I found that for me, um, and it took me actually a while to get there, but it was something I had done all the time, really formalizing it as a strategy. And that really started in college, formalizing it as a strategy that I needed to go at just a different pace than everybody else. And that was how I was able to make it through so much of my life, make it through work and things of that nature. So that's how I would look at that. And, and from a personal perspective. Is stillness also, because I, when I hear you talk about it, yeah. And I think about the your life, and I think about the analogy of that story. Is stillness also a lot about rhythm? Mm. That there are different rhythms in life. You know, some people um, percolate at a. You know, they they they're optimally percolated at a certain frequency, and other people optimally percolated at a different frequency. And that learning to abide also in where you are optimal to me is also a manifestation of the stillness because if I take the extension of the story tortoise and the hare is turtle in that story is abiding in their pace. They're, they're authentically moving through that pace. Whereas the hare is the arrogant mm-hmm. person who having this capacity for speed and not abiding in it and falling back to the sense of arrogance doesn't succeed at, winning that particular race. So I think of in the context of you talking about stillness in this journey, it's also about finding what is authentic in your experience moment by moment. So you may be, you know, whether you're a baritone or a soprano in your life, it's finding out what, you know, what vibration you're moving at. Is that also part of the manifestation of abiding in stillness as an accelerant for growth? Yeah. And isn't that really the truth? Because if you think about you and me and everybody, we all have our own individual, our own way, our authenticity, our own, the word you use, vibration. And when we're not living in that authenticity, in the integrity of, again, your word, vibration, we're out of sync with ourselves. 
And when you get out of sync with yourself, you're not going to do as well. When you try and move at a pace that's not your own, when you don't even understand what that is because you've never experienced it before, um, you're just not going to find the success in life you want. You're not going to find the life you want. You know, forget about success. It's just a matter of living the life according to who you are rather than at someone else's pace. And in almost every instance, when we're rushing and running through life, it's because it's at the behest of someone else. Mm-hmm. It's at the behest of a goal. It's at the behest of, of a boss or the behest of a partner. Remember, you need to go fast. You need to do this. You need to do that. And we increase our pace. But it's not really how we naturally do it. And one of the benefits of stillness, quite frankly, is when you get the body still and you're able to really tap into the body's wisdom and feel what the body feels and be in the sensations of the body, you develop an immense sense of who you are by understanding your own body. Mm. And when we are able to do that, we're able to really determine what is the pace that we should be moving at. What are the things that resonate most with us? Because we tap into our body's vibrational frequencies. We tap into what really appeals and feels right for our bodies. And we're able to call more of those things into our lives because we're more sensitive to what it actually is, what it feels like, and how it is to be resonant with that in that moment. So let let me just simplify it and say this way. Look. If I'm running really fast and running past things that I actually might enjoy, hmm, that looked cool, but it's gone. (laughs) However, when I slow it down, I'm able to go, hey, that looks cool. Let me stop and check that out. That I love that. I need more of that. Let me, let me, let me linger here for a little bit longer because this is pretty cool. I'm loving this. But when we move fast, we don't have a chance to figure that out. So we're really called to live our lives in in an authentic way. We're called to be in the moment. We hear a lot of meditation and mindfulness, being in the moment. Stillness really helps us to do that. We can slow it down. We can figure out who we are. We can really understand what are the things that resonate most with us. You can't do that when you're running through life. You can't do that. It's really hard. And if you, and, and, and not only for you, but you know this, the faster you go in your car, the more focused you are on what? what you're trying to avoid and where you're trying to get to. And all the scenery just whizzes right by you and you can't enjoy the ride. It's a tense moment. Nobody, I know I drive fast. So I'm going to admit that I drive really fast. If someone's passing you, it's me. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm driving fast, I'm really focused on avoiding hitting other cars, focus on getting where I'm getting to. And I miss every single thing that's going on around me. Mm. And quite frankly, that's not a real good way to live life. It's not a good way to drive. It's not a good way to live life. So when we slow it down, we get still, we're really able to be in the moment where we're actually called to be. As an alternative example, you've got some people who professionally get paid to drive really fast. Mm. And they often describe this experience as when they're in the zone as a lot of slowing down. Yeah. Because they're tuned into the experience of being connected to that moment. Right. So the temptation, I think, when we talk about this journey of stillness is to think about, oh, you mean I have to stop everything I'm doing to, to get in touch with what's going on? Mm-hmm. Well, what I hear you saying is slow down to tune in yes. to what's really going on in your experience so that you can be more connected to your experience and then really discover the pace that 
that serves you well in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not only that, but um, often when I teach stillness practice, one of the things I, I talk about is that it is an inflection point in your day. It is a place where you insert stillness practice in your day. So you can be in touch with the moment to have a real sense as to what actually is going on all around you so that you're not on autopilot because so often we race through the day and we are literally on autopilot number one and we're missing things that are happening and we need to slow it down and pay attention and see what's going on in this moment so that we can be more effective for the next moment. And that's really important to us. You talk about that flow state and I, I love that example that you gave, so thank you for raising that. So often we hear both in athletics, especially in athletics, but we hear in other disciplines when we're working and we're truly engaged in an activity that we do really, really well, and time seems to evaporate around us because we're so dialed into what we're doing. That's also that flow state. And in that state, there is this sense of awareness of just everything. And we're able literally to see, if you will, almost the field, the horizon, all the things that matter just become obvious to us. And when that happens, it's so often described as you did, do, did as things just slow down and we're able to see. And that's one of the real benefits of getting ourselves still so that we can see. And we need to be able to see what's around us that we can be more effective and impactful. And the only way that that happens is not by blowing by it, but by slowing it down so we can actually see it. So I love the duality there of both being able to be quick and in the moment and totally engaged and totally dialed in. And when that happens, everything slows down to being able to slow it down as we're going through a day quickly have inflection points, we're able to stop, take stock, slow down, get still, get a sense of what's going on. And in both cases, so we're able to be better for the next moments that are coming up, the next minutes, the next hours, but it makes us better when we do that. Yeah, this is what I love about your journey is I feel like it's a it's an opportunity to understand how we connect into a moment and become fully immersed in it mm-hmm. so that we're we're quote unquote performance because we're fully in that moment. We're fully absorbed in that moment and also leveraging stillness as a way to bring awareness where, you know, when we're getting derailed, when, when we're like the rabbit and our mind is racing to fearful or thoughts that are distracting us from what our core task is. What, what, what is it that you think pushes people to rush? I mean, we are, you you say in your journey, you know, like busy has become the new being. Hey, how you doing? Busy. <laughs> uh, I thought we were talking about how you were doing. And it's now become more about the pace at which you're doing or what you're doing. What What's the rush all about? Why is there this sense of constant rush in people's lives? That's a great question. Um, I, I would have to ask people, why are you rushing? Why, why are you moving so quickly? A couple of things I would throw out that pop into my mind it may not fit to everybody but i think people are uh, i think they're being pushed faster and faster by things like technology and when you look at technology the pace of technology technology moves fast and in many instances if you go back and compare this to like the industrial revolution when the industrial revolution hit we moved out of 
a more of an agricultural um, agricultural based society and industries, which are almost always bounded by daylight. So you found that as long as there was sunlight and daylight, we worked and we worked at human pace. As long as humans could walk at whatever pace they walked at or horses moved, that was the pace that we moved at. That was the technology of the day. When the industrial revolution hit in the machine age, people are now extensions of machinery and they moved at whatever the machinery went at, whatever that pace was, they had to keep up with the machinery. Machines moved 24 seven, 365, Therefore, humans had to interact with that at an increased pace. And coincidentally, that was also coincide with the invention of the incandescent light bulb, which enabled people to work 24 hours a day indoors. And so they were no longer bounded by light, daylight. They had now had incandescent light. So fast forward to today, and we're in what we talk about the technology revolution, and we're moving at a yet a different pace. We thought machines went fast. Now we're moving at speeds that humans just can't quite frankly keep up with often. And so that is one of the reasons the, the technology in our hands, the technology at our fingertips, that moves us at a quick pace. I think some of the other reasons why we're moving quickly is, is there is this conflict between the things that we're afraid of, afraid of not being able to get to, or, or we're trying to run away from. And we try and get away from things these days faster and faster and faster. We just don't want this problem in our lives. So what's the solution to it? Can I pop a pill and get better? I was liking this to the gym because I'm a big gym junkie and people want to pop a pill. They want to take a protein shake. They want to do this stuff so they can get big muscles and that type of thing. They want to get their fast. It doesn't happen quickly. It happens over time. So I think that people have this unrealistic expectation for results and they want to get there really, really, really quickly. And those results can be either either change my body, get away from a problem, um, advance my career, whatever happens to be, people want to get there faster. I also think that um, when I think about a lot of the clients that, that come to me and, and want help, I also think that people just naturally don't want to take time anymore. I think that we have changed as a society and the culture, particularly here in these United States of America and any type of Western culture, there is this push and this rush and this sense of, and it's a collective sense that in order to be valued, and it's a value, you have to move fast, you have to be busy, and you have to have a full plate in front of you so that you can be thought of as someone either important or to have value or to have reputation or something like that. So I think that it's become actually baked into our culture and our society that we value those people that are moving fast, that are, have a lot to do, and that seem to have these crazy lives that are pulling them hither and yon. Where that originates from, I really wish I knew, but I can certainly tell you that I see it around, as I'm sure you do, and so all of us see it around us. And those are some of the things I think that push us. There's probably a million other reasons, but those are some of the ones that I see on a regular basis. I live this experience. I know what it's like to feel in a you know high pressure, hurried state. Um, whether we're you know building a new solution through Huddle or you know the, a to do list that never seems to end, and the sense of wanting to constantly meet it, and and it takes a lot of discipline to just slow things down. For people who go on this journey with you, yeah, you know this this be still now journey. Mm -hmm. 
what's the promise that you're making to them about how you intend to accelerate their personal growth through stillness? There are a couple of things that I'm going to guarantee that you're going to get out of this. One of the things that you're going to find out is that you have more available time to slow yourself down than you think you do. That's one of the first things you're going to realize. You're going to realize that there are cracks, there are openings, as I like to call it, in your schedule in your day that are important to insert stillness because there are moments and times in your day that you are taking to elevate yourself to the most important priority. When we rush and race through our days, other things are the priorities. We are not. We need to take priority. So that's one of the things you're going to get. You're also going to get from the practice of stillness is the ability to touch base and be in touch with yourself. As I said before, your body and your body's wisdom. You'll be able to develop not only a sense of the subtle sensations and feelings that your body has, but the bigger, more gross, more obvious senses and feelings that your body has. And the reason why that's important is because you need to be in touch with your bodies. Uh, I'm no physician. My son is. I'm not. <laughs> My kid is. And I can tell you from talking to him and talking to others in the medical profession that we, and this is obvious, we know this, we need to pay attention to what our bodies are telling us because that's what helps to keep us healthy so that we can live the lives we want to live. So the second guarantee I'm going to make is you're going to be in better touch with your body so that you can have a healthier and better life. There's a third guarantee I'm going to make out of this whole thing too, which is that as you go through this journey, you're going to find that you're going to, you're going to run up against some of them. I'm going to call them the mythologies of work these days. Faster is better. Put off until retirement. What you, don't enjoy things now, but wait till retirement. Um, you have to have a full life where it's just you're you're booked from edge to edge of your life. Um, you can make it live on coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, that your value is based in how fast you get things done and the amount of work you're able to get done a day. We're going to run up against some of these mythologies and others. I want to take each and every one of them through this journey and try and explode all of them so that they are no longer in your skies, that you no longer think that these things are the only way that you can get through life. Listen, we've adopted this type of a hurried lifestyle here in these United States of America. It's not that way in other parts of the world. A lot of the Western world is this way, but you look at other places in the world, they don't live that way. When I look at the people that I admire most and the people who are really living life in meaningful ways that are contributing significantly to society in important ways, they figured it out that they need to slow it down a little bit if they're going to be able to achieve the goals that they want to achieve and be able to have the impact on other people's lives that they want to have. So, we want to explode some of the mythology around faster is better, put off, hustle today, run hard through your life, that type of thing, um, so that we are able to actually be in the lives that we have. Because I know this for a fact. When I've talked to people who have been present, because I have not had this experience, life to be present with someone who is leaving this physical body. But the one thing that people have always said when they're present with those folks, and, and you've heard this, no one has ever said, I wish I worked harder. No one ever says that. People talk about the things that matter most, their relationships, the people who they've loved, the people who have loved them. And they've almost always said the same thing. I wish I'd had more time to spend with more people. And, and to do that, you got to slow down because relationships don't go fast. They go in their own time. 
So they're basically saying, I wish I could have gotten more still. I wish I could have gotten slower. I wish I could have been more vested in these things because this is really what matters in life. So these are the types of things that you're going to guarantee you're going to walk out of this, still, out this stillness journey with me. Different sense of your values, a different sense of this moment, a different sense of your body, a different sense of thinking about the mythology or the beliefs that we have about faster and better got to be in a hurried lifestyle. I really want people's lives to be different. I want them to be changed. I want them to experience what it's like to be in this moment. Keep on exploring. Eric invites you to go on a huddle journey to how you can accelerate your personal growth by cultivating stillness in your daily life.